this thing working? No. I think it's broken. Okay. How will we go on? You're wearing my headset, by the way. I hope you're going to have to disinfect it. (laughs) I'll have to disinfect it. Yeah, of course. Well, I mean, I didn't bring because I didn't disinfect it when I used it last. So you've, you know. Oh, so I'm. (laughs) When was the last time you used it? No, that was my second one. I I always. This was the one I'm wearing. Is the one that I've been sitting for more than fourteen days. Uh, It's been in isolation for longer than (laughs) years. Has been. Been in Poor isolation. Headsets. Has yeah. it been in five star accommodation? It, it is in a nice yeah, box. Of course, it's in a Sennheiser. It's a Sennheiser yeah. headset in a Sennheiser box. Well, so you, they, these that is a think, five star accommodation. That's a that's a box for another pair of headphones that's that I had. Government level quarantine. There you go. There you go. That's no yeah. home isolation rubbish. No, <clears throat> no, not at all. I've got nothing else. That's it. <laughs> It's a warm day today, isn't it? No, it's not, Stephen. You know, that's the, 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 I'm the, worried that you haven't been out enough and no, realised the, that there are temperatures. There's sun out there. No, I've been out a little bit. Been out and, uh, you know, to, been to the shopping centre and been to walk the dogs down the beach. and So it's really not much of a change to my lifestyle, no, as a matter of fact. <laughs> I love that uh, when people say, how are you coping? Yeah. I'm like, so, what? Honestly? What lockdown? I don't, <laughs> like, I'm refusing as many medicines as I normally refuse. Yeah. Um, and I've just got a better excuse now to not go and see things or people. There you go. It's not so, like... Well, the only thing I'm missing is obviously going to the football. That's what I'm missing. And that's like, boring anyway. I don't go to the pub very often. Yep. And, no, neither do I. We don't eat out. I eat out sometimes. I'm not, I'm not ordering any less Uber Eats. Yeah. <laughs> it's... Yeah, I'm, I'm... Yeah, going out for a meal is probably another thing I'm missing. Like, it was Joe's birthday recently, and I thought... Well, we'll have Did to you just cook get, a dinner? We'll have to get a takeaway. You, know? you didn't cook dinner no, for No, we just got takeaway. You didn't go to the trouble? I mean, Jesus, Stephen. No. Neither would I. No. <laughs> Honestly, the quality of the food would be better if we take a takeaway rather you, than Do you cook cooking. at all? Not really, no. Really? Yeah. You're Hardly just... at all. Yeah. I cook, I'm cook. i a good breakfast cooker. I cook breakfast most. Yeah, you've made me breakfast once. Yeah, there you go. I do, I'm a good breakfast. I'm, I good, ba- good. I'm a good barbecuer. Really? On the barbecue. What about... I'm your man. <clears throat> I'm, um, <coughs> I'm waiting on delivery of our new barbecue. Yeah. So with all the dramas with Virgin, we... Um, we went point. Cash your points. We went point shopping pretty heavy. <laughs> oh really? Um, Did you get a discount? Was the there kind of any discount happening there? Or? No, no, no. Because because the, the points uh, business. It's is a separate still, company. Yeah, it's no, a separate yeah. company. But yeah. you know you got to hedge your bets, right? Cool. So I was talking to a couple of uh, Virgin frequent flyers on on online, and we were like, you know, let's just all let's. We all agreed that it was best to hedge. So I took half my points, yep. and we bought gift vouchers and a barbecue. Okay. Nothing's arrived. <laughs> so the other day, the day before the company went into administration, I emailed because on the website there's a thing that tells you who the vendor is because it's not yeah. really, it's not Virgin that of sells barbecue. Yeah, yeah. It's actually Harvey Norman. So I email them, and it's like three days before they reply, and they go, "Yeah, we were interested in your order. We're just short on stock, but it'll be here soon, and we'll dispatch." I'm like, "Yes, okay, that's good." Because they go, "If you if you don't want to wait, you can get a points refund." I'm like, "I don't want a points refund. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure that's going to be yeah. worth anything." But uh, they'll none, survive. Though, none they? of the gift vouchers have arrived. Oh, okay. Gift voucher. You don't have to wait for stock for that. Well, you shouldn't have to, should you? Yeah. yeah? They should but email it to you. Well, yeah. It was their physical cards that we're getting. But, um, you know, we we're only allowed to buy one a day. So I bought okay. one, and then I bought another. And then I points transferred into my kids' accounts, because they've all got friggin' flyer accounts. Yeah. And I used their accounts to buy more, so we got wow. eight. It's like money laundering. Yes. You're doing. Basically. I am so basically <laughs> in the Ozarks. Yes, you are. Wow. And so what, um, so have you, you still got points left over? Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. I know Qantas are protecting, we're protected. 
Yeah. Because Qantas will be back eventually. Yeah. And our points are I mean, I said to Amanda, status is she said, paused. should we cash them all out? I said, I need some for upgrades. Yeah. I use my points for upgrades. When you fly again in next year, 2021. Yeah, in 2025, when I'm allowed to fly again. Well, when, um, on that subject, yeah. um, I had a, a chat to our good mate Angus, uh, yeah. and he was um, talking about um, how CES is normally booked a year ahead. Yeah. And he said this, it's probably cancelled already because companies need a year yeah, lead I'll, in time to I've plan for CES it. off. Yeah. So on, from a business perspective, I'm yeah. assuming CES is not happening. Yeah. So that's we're talking January 2021. Mm. So an a, uh, an event of that size needs a lot of organization that that like it runs January for 4 days but Two days after it finishes, they start organising the next one. It's yeah. such a large event. That's right. So there'd be a lot of companies, obviously, well, uncertainty, booked, trying to know what they're going to do. In terms of how far out, out, out they plan, um, I'd already booked my space in a because we're moving halls. I'm going to move to the new... Oh, the new one will be ready next across year. the road. Yeah. Um, so they'd already done all that planning. Like, they, they, oh. they were that far ahead. This was only three weeks after the, the event. and but But the fact is, mate, the USA, yeah. Like if you look at our curve and all that stuff, like yeah. it's crazy good. It's still tragic, and there's stuff going down. But yeah. you know, the USA's got in a world yeah, of they're, pain. They're in a world. Yeah, it's trying. a long way off. You know, being yeah. being truly clear. But that, that's the thing. I think we mentioned that previously. Once we're good, which will be good soon, hopefully. Mate, that but how, Cairns, when's the rest of the world going to be? That trip to Cairns, you know, like we're 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 on. We'll, we'll yeah. be back in a little while. Yeah, I guess. As soon as we're allowed, we can yeah. go. Yeah, but the only travel we'll be doing this year. Yeah, probably. Unless we drive somewhere. Yeah, well, there'll be a lot of driving. Mate, yeah. you won't see me for we'll weeks. We'll have to have a road trip. We'll do a yeah. road trip. Yeah, well, mate, we have to get out. Yeah. Just for my own sanity. Exactly right. I have to get away from my and your family. Kids are on, and my your kids sanity. are on holidays right now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so they And then they go back to homeschool for two weeks. And then they're back And then they go 11. back. Well, yeah, but that's only one day a week. Yeah, right. And is uh, is uh, Amanda working? She's not working She's working from home at the moment. Okay. Yeah. Oh, she's got a job? Yep. Okay, cool. So, same job. Oh, okay, so she's back. She's back. Very good. Stupid. Cream anyway. rises at the top, mate. Exactly. Always a good talent always gets found. Talent always gets found. But That's anyway, right. That's not, right. I'm not sure how long that'll last. But what a weird time it is, eh? Doesn't every day feel like a public holiday? Yeah. You feel that? Every day feels like a public holiday. Yeah. It's, it's, there's, no, there's not much traffic on the road, and you know you don't get many emails. It, every day has been like a public holiday. Yeah, and it's it's it, there has been a motivate. I, as a self-employed person, I find it hard to be motivated. Like because you're like, well, yeah. it's just you. You yeah. do feel like it's the weekend, and yeah. so you feel like you're you're cheating on yourself for working. But actually, you're, oh no, it's it's Thursday, it's Friday, whatever yeah. it is. So you've actually got to sometimes you've got to fire up, and that's why I say to Amanda, I'm actually gonna, like, I'm not gonna, you know, sit around at home, and, and yeah. I'm just gonna go to work. I'm gonna do my thing. I'm gonna exactly. We're still like, producing content. Like I'm I'm in the middle, and you've been doing videos. I'm in the middle of fitting out a studio here to, to film a lot of stuff easier. So that's what I want. That that has been my project in ice in this period. I want to mm. get that ready, and, and so I can just flick it on and make videos at the, uh, at the drop at, of a hat straight away. So, um, but that's been show, my project. The show must. But go we've on. continued yeah, exactly. Yeah, Two no. blokes has been uninterrupted. Uninterrupted. Uninterrupted services. Socially distant. Exactly right. And, Trevor's and sitting a seat further than he normally and does. Don't you love? And I said this to me the other night. I said because. Um, she was looking at a photo of someone and she said, oh, geez, not much social distancing. So I said, they might have taken the photo three years ago. Yeah. I said, Stephen and I take one photo a year, maybe. And every time I t- we tweet a photo, someone goes, social distancing. And I'm like, that was taken in Korea last year. <laughs> like, it's been a well, long... Why are all your, your followers narcs? What is it with you? 
No one says that about me. I post something thinking, oh, good. When do you post something? They question it. They have a go at you. What You've I've just noticed, generated this this following, haven't I've you? I've noticed that a lot of the people that, that hate, so all the NRL arguments <laughs> I had yeah. and different arguments I've had with people, yeah. I get a lot of followers through that. Yeah. But they hate follow you, though. Yeah. 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 So it's like all publicity is good publicity, in yeah. other words. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> you hate followers. So people who can abuse you later. So they, they bookmark you to have a crack at you later. Well, no, here's a, here's a little inside tip. That That's an exemption from abuse. I don't abuse followers. No. The first thing I do before I attack someone... <laughs> is unfollow them? No, no, no can't is, unfollow them. Is see if they follow me. Ah. If they follow me, I'll be like, oh, yeah, interesting point or whatever. But if they don't follow uh-huh. me, I'm like, yeah, I don't care what you think. <laughs> Dickhead, you and your three Good followers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like if you're not following me, yeah. then my what I say, I don't care what, what you think. Okay, that's, that's fair reason. That's a, that's number a one fair thing I get rule of thumb. when I was talking in politics the other night and then NRL the other day. Mo, what most people do well, is you they mixing say, it up. Politics, yeah. NRL, you got it all. Uh, they you got it all, Jerry. They, they've got standard comebacks. They go, oh yeah, mate, I've looked at your timeline. Stick to Bluetooth speakers. Yeah, and I get I'm that like, too. I'm like, yeah, okay. Well, I mate. tell you what, I love when some idiot when I'm having a sports argument on Twitter, right? And then they go, let's stick to technology, mate. And then uh, my response is, I used to be sports editor of the Telegraph, dickhead. <laughs> so I know what I'm talking about. Okay, how, well, how many sports sections have you edited? Yeah. Also, that, how that, many times have you silence. laced on a boot? Yeah, that's right. I've actually played the game too, idiot. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I, I get that too, mate. The, the old stick to the stick to your bloody smoke review on your smartphones and <laughs> talking on the radio and... <laughs> I've that's how heard, they talk. I've never heard you do a voice. <laughs> that's how they. That's how my followers talk. Anyway. That's my, <laughs> <laughs> my followers I don't like. The followers that don't like me. That's very my narc followers. And you got a lot more narc followers than I have. Anyway, so yeah, very harmonious we are at, at Stephen. Shout Jack. out to the narc followers. <laughs> Two blokes talking tech. Welcome to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Not a bad price. With Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Really handy device. And Stephen Fennec from techguide.com.au. Episode 433 of Two Blokes Talking Tech. Thanks to the good people at Netgear and Uniden. We'll tell you more about them shortly. Stephen, uh, great to have your company here in the Tech Guide studio, socially distanced uh, as per the preamble. Um, comfortable times and tiny phones. Yes, that's right. The iPhone SE. This has played right into your little hands, hasn't it? Because you are a little phone fan. And the iPhone SE is really built just for people like yourself. I genuinely, when I took it out of the box and held it in my hand before turning it on, I had the exact same feeling from March 2016 when I felt the first iPhone SE. Because you've got to remember, back in 2016... 2015, uh, the S6S had been announced. 2015, the 6. 2014 was the 5S. No, 2014 was the 6. Uh, sorry, 2014, yeah. uh, 2013 was the 5S. Yep. So you, uh, in 2016, you're picking up a phone that's the shell of a 2013 phone yeah. with the guts of a 2016 phone, or yeah. 2015, really. So this was the same thing to me. It was like, oh, hang on a minute. This is a... This is a good size. I'm okay with it. But inside, it is just epic. I spent yeah. so long on the Apple... Because on the Apple website, it's, it's hidden, but if you search it, it's easy to find on Google. The comparison website, so you actually choose three models. Uh, you choose an SE, you choose an 11, choose an 11 Pro. Mate, there's not many differences. Apart from the screen size and the camera, Yeah, there are not many differences. Well, I'm calling it... 
it's kind of a a back to the future move. Everything old is new again type yep. thing. Like the this is a tried and tested design, one that Apple's had a lot of success with. But what they've given us though uh, is all, all the differences under the hood with the A13 Bionic chip. You've got also it's also Wi-Fi six compatible. You know Wi-Fi six yeah. gigabit LTE. So all the connectivity and performance is there. So I think what that leads to is the person who buys this phone, it's going to give them a lot of longevity. They're going to someone who buys this phone. And how many times have you heard of people that have a, an iPhone six? They've had it for five years yes. and they're happy with it. This I think is going to be a similar thing where it's going to be a phone they're going to hang on to for three to possibly four years and. With the new processor, it can handle all the upgrades you're going to get for the foreseeable future, and yet still having that nice pocketable size, the smaller screen, affordable or more affordable price. Yep. And I think that's really attractive. So it's just such a fascinating thing because the iPhone 11 Pro is barely bigger than it. The iPhone 11 is slightly bigger than it. Um, screen size is obviously a massive difference because this is a 4.7 inch screen that doesn't take up the yeah, whole um, It's got a front. big forehead and a big chin. <clears throat> There's no notch because it's just the old school. It's got a home button instead of Face ID. I'll yep. talk about that in a minute. Um, the A13 Bionic chip is the exact same chip as the iPhone 11s. It's It's got um, water resistance. Yeah, right. IP67. Not yep. the same as the iPhone 11s, but, yeah. you know, 1 metre, 30, 30 Something. minutes. Something, yeah, because the and 6 never had that. Enough. Well, the, the 8 had it, didn't it? The 8 was IP67. I think the 8 might have, the 7 yeah. didn't, or something like that. It, it comes in 64, 128, 256. Yep. It doesn't have HDR display. It does, actually. It can handle HDR, it can handle, handle Dolby Vision it and HDR10 content. It doesn't have HDR display, though. But it says in the specs that it can handle that content. Can handle the content, but it doesn't have a HDR display. Okay. Well, only only the 11 Pro has a HDR display. The 11 okay. doesn't even have a HDR display. Um, it has True Tone. Yep. Um, it's you know like when you dip under the hood and get down to let's say the camera for a minute. Before I come back to the Touch ID, let's talk about the camera. Single lens, but that single lens is the same single lens wide shot, the standard wide as the iPhone 11 and the 11 Pro. Yeah. Right. It but just you, doesn't. You just don't have you the just extra don't lenses. Have the telephoto and the wide and the zoom. And yeah. and yeah, so you don't have the telephoto zoom and the and the ultra wide as they call it. Yeah. Um. It it has optical image stabilization, as as does the eleven. The eleven Pro has dual optical image stabilization. Um, you know, in video terms, there are some very incremental things, but you're talking about extended dynamic range videos for thirty frames per second instead of sixty frames yeah. per second. Who and cares? You know what? But it can still shoot four K at sixty frames per second. That's pretty good. Uh, like, but see, the neural engine sort of does a bit of the heavy lifting here too. That's right. With its computational photography, and that's what that's what powers portrait mode and the portrait lighting effects. So the mode you normally get that requires multiple lens cameras. It's done now with the neural engine. Look, the thing is, it's unbelievable power yeah. for a phone In a small that body. is $749. And here's my number one thing. I utterly love Touch ID. Touch ID is good. I don't mind the tactile Touch ID Mate, either. It is so much better. Now, on the internet and web payments and stuff makes no difference, but... When you are going to the servo and you're buying a Coke because you don't buy petrol anymore because you're not driving anywhere, but you're going, in, you're buying something at the servo, and they say that I don't even go to servo. That's six dollars or whatever it is, right? So then the little machine lights up with an iPhone 11 Pro or 10 or whatever. 
Here's how it works. You pull it out of your pocket. You double-click the side. You look at the phone. It's verified. Then you tap. Yeah. With an iPhone SE, you pull it out of your pocket with your finger on the on the yeah. on the home it's button. It's easier, eh? And yeah. You tap. Yeah. It's just it's faster easier. and easier. Yeah. Oh, uh, 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 you can't argue that. It's but, just better. But I think obviously the the reason that there's no home button is they want to give you more display for those other devices. So you 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 take with one hand and give with the other. But in yeah. this case, I, I'm I'm with you. I I, I re- re- realize how much I've missed the home button. Yeah. It's actually a nice little feel under your finger. The, for the it first is, uh, three that tactile hours, experience. For the first three hours, I found myself swiping up to try to, you know, go back to home, and then I remember yeah. there's a button there. there I also, there. you know, the, the there is a setting I've got to change where you can actually. So when your fingerprint unlocked, it just opens. You don't have to press the home button. Yeah. Little things like that. I'm not struggling with the the smaller screen. I'm not struggling with it not being, you know, full yeah. screen to body ratio. Some would though. I think people who buy big screen phones, the reason they buy that is so it just makes it easier to see the display. Makes it easier to see things oh, and no, do things. I get that. So, so this isn't for everyone. If you're if you're uh, maybe needing to put your glasses on every time you read your phone, that's something that so, might be to consider. So let's talk about who it's for, right? This phone is not for someone who's bought an iPhone 11. Even if you're considering no. an iPhone 11, you're no. doing that because you've got money or you're willing to sign a long a big contract, uh, and and you, frankly you you just don't care about the the expense. This phone is for someone who doesn't see the need to upgrade. They've got an iPhone 6 or 6S or SE, yeah. and yeah. they're like, I don't need to. They're happy with it. Here's why you need to. Because iPhone iOS 13 supports, I think, back to the... Uh, I think it does support the SE and the 6S, but it doesn't support the 6. Yeah. So next year, or later this year, iOS 14, you can assume it won't support the old SE and it won't support the, six, the 6S. Any of the 6s, yeah. <clears throat> so you're getting to a point where... You, you are going to be behind the eight ball on operating system, and that means some apps will, over time, not work. Yeah. And now that's not going to really affect your life for another 18 months or so, two years probably, but it's going to be a problem. The phone will still work. <coughs> it just won't have all the Spot latest on. features and latest apps and stuff. This phone, if you're, if, if you're a six user, this is about the same size. It, it looks exactly the same. It, it feels the same, and it's brand new inside. Yeah. Camera, like camera's great, like it's excellent. It's a big improvement. Yeah. It just doesn't have the wide and the telephoto zoom. Yeah, honestly, this is just to give you longevity. You can keep this phone for five years. Again, totally. if you're a five-year person, iPhone SE. But we have had some feedback though from people saying, "Well, I can buy an iPhone Seven for three ninety-nine." And and the and issue there's the problem though is the problem is that it's stuck with the old processor, so you're going to be have the same issue down the track where it won't be able to be upgraded. At one point, you're stuck. That's right. So the question I got yesterday was, mate, I don't understand, and I, I don't exa- can't exactly remember. Is one of your where Twitter, one of your Twitter followers? Yeah, they said I can get an iPhone 6s at, and I think it might have been Officeworks, it might have been JB's, but it was three hundred yeah. and something dollars. Yeah. And I said, look, that's great, but in a year and a half, it won't uh, it won't support the latest operating system. So, do you really want to be behind the curve, or do you want to spend the extra now, have a brand new phone with Literally five years plus life in it for seven hundred forty nine dollars. Absolutely. By the right. way, nine hundred ninety nine for the bloody yeah. two fifty six. Let's gig. let's talk about the price though, because everyone who, when you talk about affordable iPhone, uh, and then you mention seven hundred forty nine dollars, people go, "What? I thought you said it was affordable." It is a lot of money, seven forty nine, mate. Absolutely. But the situation we find ourselves, or customers find themselves in, and and like my kids are a good example. They don't want to use anything but an iPhone. Yep. 
And there's a lot of other customers who feel the same way. Spot on. They say, oh, look, I'm being used an iPhone. I'm an iPhone person. I don't want to get an Android. Even though it's cheaper, this is the option for them because the alternative would be either to buy one of the cheapies from Officeworks that's going to be, in two years, it's going to be hard to upgrade. Yep. Or you buy a reconditioned iPhone 10 or 11 or, or whatever or something like that. And then because you don't have more than, you know, 1500 bucks to spend on a phone. So here comes the feature that they want is it's an iPhone. Yeah. But it's also it's new in the term in terms of the processor, the connectivity, Wi-Fi 6, everything that's there under the hood is other phones in this class wouldn't have. If you any other you look at other in entry level devices, Android devices, they wouldn't have the the latest processor like that. They wouldn't no. have that Wi-Fi 6 connectivity. So what what Apple's giving you here is all the benefits you, are what you can't see is what is under the, under the hood here, but it's also given people the ability to stay in the Apple ecosystem. I um, just got a great comment on Facebook. It's got the taste of champagne on a beer budget, <laughs> which is which is spot on, right? And and it look is, yeah. to be clear, I still say to any, especially in a parent buying a phone for a kid, um, there are cheaper phones. There is a $399, $499 phone that will do what your kid needs, believe me. But I get the need for an iPhone. I do. I get it. And I think this is a better investment, potentially, than a refurbished 10. I just got a comment on my uh, page, and I actually I didn't put this in the, in the review, but it, it, it should be worth mentioning. The iPhone SE also supports dual SIMs. So it's got a physical SIM and an eSIM oh, yeah. as well. So that's another feature that's, that, that's a high-end feature as well. One of my readers just asked, does the iPhone SE support dual SIMs? And I, and I just replied, yes. I, I didn't even put that in the review, which I'll, I will add to. Uh, so that's another another feature, yeah. a top-line feature that you're getting with a, with an entry-level priced device. Um, the reaction, I think, has been to this has been pretty good. And uh, what they've also done too, it's available in red, uh, black and white. I've got the white one. you got the red one. Very exciting. The product red, which normally <laughs> is for cancer research, they've now transferred that. The, the fees, the, the money this phone makes is now going to go to COVID-19 support. You know what? I so didn't even know it had changed from AIDS research back in the day. Yeah, no. Well, it was a, sorry, you're right. It's AIDS yeah. research. Um, so n- now it's going to be COVID nineteen is the right for this for this particular product red. Can phone. I just say it's nice red, eh? The way Stephen and I operate, obviously, is we we're lucky we get sent these phones to review. We don't get a say. Y- yeah, like, you get what you get, you get what and you, you don't get. get upset. That's the motto. First time I've received a product red phone, and I'm very excited. It's nice, like out of the box, super excited because it is beautiful. It is a bright phone. Whenever I see someone with a product red phone, especially when they've got a case on, you can just see it, that it's the red one yeah. through the camera thing. I go, oh, you got. Isn't the it funny red. though? You got a red phone and a white case. I have got a white phone with a red case. <laughs> so it's all cases. Uh, no, I'm good because white gets dirty. <laughs> Like yeah, it's oh, mate. Yeah, here's the other thing. I can dig through the old box of cases in the, in yeah. the office. Yeah, well, iPhone 8. iPhone 8 Yeah, exactly and right. Exactly. And, and oh, you know what? I, I think I said in, in one of my reviews somewhere, I said, you know what? Those little those little mobile phone stores inside the Westfields that have got all those cases, yeah. there's a lot of iPhone 7 and 8 cases in there that are now going to be Bargain basement. Brought, brought back up maybe. to the top <laughs> and, maybe. Re, and re-price tagged, I reckon. <laughs> I'll just get a new price tag and a new sticker that says SE. Yeah. It's gone. What, what did you think of the uh, battery? Look... I, we ha- I have to be clear, haven't used it for enough days consecutive to be a genuine test. I but have. But there's no way, yeah. there's no way it's, a, it's an all-day battery like you get from well, an 11. 
I my experience was it was fully charged in the morning, and it just got over the line in the evening. So that, that's what I'm saying because it's a small phone, like it's a tiny phone. Yeah, and, and Apple never published their capacity of their batteries. No. But my estimation is, I reckon it's a probably a two thousand milliamp hour battery. It's yeah. a, would, wouldn't be a three or four thousand like the bigger no, no, phones. No, no, it's got have. a two in front for sure. It'd be two, three, or yeah, two, four. It'd be something like in the two thousands. But what this does have is wireless charging, so it could be sitting on a wireless charger yes. during the day. It also has fast charging, so you can get fifty percent charge in thirty minutes. Yeah, with the with, not with the, the the charger that's in the box. Yeah, you need to. Well, although some wireless chargers give you that True. speed, do they? So it's got Qi charging as well. So there's that benefit also. Again, another feature: wireless charging and faster charging as well. well I think that we've become very lucky with batteries. Just think back. I'm trying to remember which event it was, but I'm going to say it was at the Bill Graham. In San Francisco, because I can—it's weird. I can remember doing interviews the day before. You remember, we often when we go to an event, we walk around. You're going to have a look at the venue yeah. the day before, or whatever. I remember being there, and taking uh, calls from people talking about how um, you know battery life is still a massive problem, blah blah blah. Yeah. And that from it, we haven't had that for years. We no. haven't had that batteries on phones you are know, rubbish because you know why? because the operating systems have been enhanced so yes. in such a way. Yes. The processes have been enhanced, and it's generally the batteries have been increased. Bigger. And there's efficiency too. But that's what this does too. I reckon this actually, for its size, doesn't do too bad because of the efficiency of the chip. Apple don't state that it has better battery life than an 8 or a 7. So no. if you if you do the comparison website, the 7, the 8 says it's got the same battery life as a 7 or, you know, up to, as good as. And this, this says it's as good as an 8. Yeah. So basically there's no incremental improvement. No. But Cause same my, size battery. what my point is, is with an 11, I can literally go all day without even thinking about a charge. With the SE, I know I'm going to need, when I get home, I can't be on my phone all night. I need to plug it in somewhere. You need to top it up. I need to top it up yeah. if I'm going to be on Instagram well, all night. This has been my daily driver for a few days now, and the batteries just got me through the day. Yeah. So, like, in the evening, I'd have to, maybe, like, 7 o'clock, I'd have to put That's it on the charge. That's what I've done. I've had to yeah. come home, put it on the on the charge, and yeah. I just have a wireless charger in the kitchen, and then an hour later, yeah. just grab it after you've made dinner but and if, you're, you're back and going again. But if you do have a wireless charger just on your desktop, you just sit it there during the day, oh, or yeah. in your car, if you've got something to charge while you're driving, yeah. it's it's also, you That's can do that That's the other reason well. I think battery has not been a conversation of much uh, as much lately, but it's because Apple CarPlay and things like that have forced yeah. people to plug in more in their car, and wireless charging has allowed people to simply, you know, plug in at all times. Mm. So I don't think batteries are a big issue. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, for look, it really in terms of the the feature set, the performance, and everything else that we've just talked about, it punches yeah. above its weight in many areas. I even I reckon the camera for a phone, even in this price range, is so, solid. So let me just talk about that. I took and I haven't got them with me, but they'll be on eftm.com. I took some portrait photos of Victoria with this yeah. and the iPhone 11 Pro Max. Yeah. And and then some selfie portrait modes. Yep. I'll be honest, they look the same. Yeah. The like, selfie portraits are not a uh, good, not great. But the portraits. I'll be in, honest, the selfie portraits on the Pro Max not that great. Yeah, but now the portraits though are a lot fantastic. No, I the, agree. The portraits the, look good. There's a there's a difference in its color reproduction. There's a difference in its its ability to light. But broadly, the portraits are excellent for a seven hundred forty nine dollar phone. The the iPhone SE's biggest problem. Is low light photography? Yes, true. Yeah, it doesn't it, in it, low it light. Just, well, it just doesn't have. You're the, going back three years yeah. in in the camera technology. Yeah, it doesn't have. Yeah, you're right. It doesn't have that. Uh, well, the capability really, eh? Because no. the sensors and the other lenses and everything. Right. Yeah, you're right. They, they just 
that's their biggest challenge is it doesn't have the low light and that has been such a big winner for them in the in the last 12 to 18 yeah. months with their phones so that's that's all I'd say is that's its biggest negative and that's probably the the only thing that you might miss out on if you were con- contemplating this device and and yeah. you know, felt like you were being dudded by photography Absolutely. No, I think uh, what you get, though, is pretty good package. It yep. might look like an older design, but uh, everything is, is all new on the inside. Everything old is new again. There we go. Two blokes talking tech. Is Hisense, they've got a new motto, haven't they? Go bigger? Is that what they say? Go bigger? Go bigger, yeah. Go bigger? That's the, that was well, for the one and that a half was for weeks the NRL. NRL they did, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They are the new NRL Thursday night footy naming naming yes, right sponsor. That's it. Yep. When if and when that comes back again, we don't know. But May twenty eighth, they've said they've sort of drawn a line in the sand. But that's what they say. Uh, Todd Greenberg's out of work now, and Raylene Castle has even stepped down. She's the right. so all the heads of all the different codes are gone. Todd Greenberg, any Raylene Castle. Let me put it to you this way: any former Bulldog CEO who led yes. a, a, a sporting organisation <laughs> is now out of work. What is that? The curse of the Bulldog yeah, CEO yeah. job. Wow. So I think Todd Greenberg should do Rugby Australia. Anyway. Yeah, maybe they just swap jobs. Yeah. yeah swap over. No, no, whoa, whoa. We don't want Raylene at the NRL. Why? Mate, Why she that? destroyed rugby. How do you know she destroyed rugby? What, what? I know the game's in, in, in struggling right now because of the coronavirus, but... I don't she, think coronavirus... Her biggest, her biggest battle... Israel Folau... That, that, well, was is, that... Is, she sort of stood her ground, really, didn't she? Well, I, know, I know she that the, the, the result didn't sort of pan out how they wanted, but... Yeah. I think she kept her. She she handled that with grace and with with confidence. Okay. I I really. You'd have her as NRL CEO. I've I've spoken to her and she's a, she's a really good operator. I reckon, lovely person too. But you know that you need more than that just to be a boss of a code. No way she'll be in the NRL. Anyway, how do we get talking about that? that's about high sense. <laughs> if you want to just get off on a tangent, listen yeah, to two blokes. Two blokes. We've got what you covered. We've got your tangents high, covered. High sense. Hi, sense. Uh, we when we were recording last week's show, we were waiting uh, straight after we recorded. We actually did a briefing together <coughs> yep, with two blokes together. Uh So it, on Zoom, it actually said two blokes talking tech, didn't it? You changed yeah, our name. That's right. So uh, we were socially distanced on uh, Trevor's couch in his office, yep. and uh, we heard all about the new twenty twenty TV range. And what stood out for us though was. The 100-inch S-series phone. Phone. What do I say? TV. Big phone, 100-inch. You wouldn't yeah. use that. <coughs> That's uh, a fabulous. 100-inch TV. The S8 UHD, 15 grand. That's not bad, Mate, is it? It's it's epic. 15K for and a 100-inch TV. The thing is, this is wow. not... And to be very clear, and we've talked about this before, it's not the laser TV. This is an this is a LED, TV. LCD... Yeah, you need a wall. TV, right? Yeah, like what you're looking at in this theatre, right? That's 150 inches there. Yeah. So you can picture 100 is solid size. Mm. So you'd need A, room in your house to have it, B, a blank wall to put it on, and C, a doorway big enough to bring it in. Just uh, if Andre or Kevin are listening, uh, A, B, C, tick, tick, tick. Yes, same with me. Yes, absolutely could uh, handle the 100 inch. I've got to be honest, though, the 85 is massive. Yeah, that's what but you've got now. Every mate. time I look at the 85 now, I go. Oh, but here's, now here's my thing about the 100, and here's why I wouldn't buy the 100. Why is that? Um, when you're watching, like watching high definition free to air, yeah. it does look amazing on the 85, yeah. even, right? Yeah. 
which you, which you would worry about. I was watching even just the nine news graphics, and I went, "Geez, it looks cl- the clarity is excellent on on yeah. free to air broadcast." You start watching Foxtel High Definition; it's excellent. You get some four K content; it's beautiful. But uh, Amanda texted me the other morning, and because she she's working in politics again, um, so she's trying to watch the government press release, press conferences every day. But the the news organisations like the Today Show have started stopping taking the whole thing; they just take the main announcement and then yeah. they they leave it. So I said, Sky News have got a channel COVID nineteen. You just flick to that. So she flicked to that and she goes, oh, it's terrible quality. And I went, it looks great because I'm watching it on a 43-inch TV, uh, but on an 85-inch TV because yeah, right. it's barely standard definition. Because SD, yeah, right. It's just really this, oh, the, this COVID channel. Yeah, it's, this, it? yeah, it's right, just this right. extra. They're just streaming everything yeah, on it, right? Yeah, it's right. it's squished so bandwidth. It be the, yeah. It's terrible Depressed. quality. And when it's extended to 85, you go, woo, that's bad. But, mate, yeah. nothing else. Like, everything else is okay. exceptional. So you've got to know what well, you're I'd viewing. like to see it, actually. I'd like to have it in my house for about four years. That'd be good. <laughs> well, we'll see about that. But the S-Series, though, has also 43, 50, 55, 65, and 75. So they jump from 75 to 100 yeah. in the S-Series. But in the Q-Series... You get their biggest TV is what you've got the eighty five. Yep, that's five thousand four hundred and ninety nine bucks. Which an eighty five inch TV with the latest tech, oh, yeah. twenty twenty. No. That's pretty. And good. you know it'll be five one in retail yeah. when it when four, they start. Maybe competing. I reckon four triple nine. You'd hope four triple like. nine. Yeah, but also they've also got fifty five, sixty five, and seventy five. So they've really got you pegged for the larger screens if you want to go big. Go on bigger. A TV. Um, there, but. You've noticed, I noticed too, that I think 65 has become the new entry level. Yeah. Do you reckon 65 is kind of your new, okay, I can't get too big a TV, let's just get a 65. Oh, I'm, <laughs> it's weird, but I had a conversation with someone about a 55 the other day, um, and they were like, oh, that's probably a bit big. I went, no, trust me, that's, yeah. it, have depends you got on a, where they're watching No, no, it, I, said, yeah. I said, is there a restriction in the room? They go, no. I said, if there's no restriction in the room, 65 is where you should be starting your get conversation. Yeah, absolutely. You know. It's it's amazing how how good, but you know at their Q8, so high sense. What you got to think about this year when when you're in the market for a TV, and this is what gets hard about 2020 versus 2019. Q8 or eight means it's a 2020 TV. Q8 means it's their best. Q8. S8 means it's their standard. Q8. That's a place in the Middle East, isn't it? Q8. It is. Yep. yep. Well done, Stephen. Um, <laughs> thanks very much. Are you going to do the 2:30 joke now? <laughs> Chinese dentist time. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> So the Q8 starts at seventeen ninety nine. Seventeen ninety nine for fifty five inch TVs is that a fair is bit remarkable. So no, it's a, no, that's, that's a lot of money for a, for well, the, for their best. But, but it's the latest. But that's greatest. also the RRP, right? Yeah. So at fifty four ninety nine, if that comes down to forty nine ninety nine, you can expect a seventeen ninety nine is going to come down to fifteen ninety nine. Fifteen ninety nine for a fifty five inch um, Q8 with which, by the way, only the Q series has their latest operating system, VD, Vita four. Okay, I thought they all had that. No, uh, S S eight has Vita three. Right. So, y- you know, there's a bit. You are compromising yeah. a tiny, tiny, the tiny. The Q bit. the Q series also has the full array local dimming. Yep. As well as the uh, Dolby Vision HDR as well. Yeah, well, the S series has Dolby Vision HDR. Oh, as well. Okay. Yep. I oh, know. Sorry, Q series is Dolby Atmos. Atmos. Yeah. Okay. So that's the difference. Well, I thought all the TVs are running Vita four. No. Okay, not I've said that in my review, in not, my story. Not according to the specs. And uh, they've also got uh, Netflix out of the box, and you can also then have get Stan, Amazon Prime, YouTube, ABC iView. Still in talks with Disney Plus, I understand. Yeah, and this long is, talks. This had is with the them. problem with with uh, operating systems like Vita and 
Hisense being, you know, Hisense sell more TVs than anyone in Australia in most months. But unfortunately, getting, you know, um, KO, for example, mm. to spend the money developing an app for them, you know, someone's got to prioritise. Well, why doesn't Hisense pay to get that? Well, that's Hisense's decision, isn't it? Yeah. But even, I suppose, is that the, 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 the that, conversation they're hundred, having with Disney it's Plus? a couple hundred thousand dollars, right? To develop a KO app. Yeah. Well, Hisense TVs. Well, to just Disney Plus KO, whatever it is. <laughs> I mean, you yeah. can assume it's a couple hundred grand. Um, Drop in the bucket for them. Do it. Oh, yeah. Should do it. Who? Hisense? Yeah. Okay. Just let them know. It's, if it's going to be, if that's attractive. It if it's a drop a, in the bucket, well, can I have a hole in the bucket and just get a droplet too? Okay, fair enough. Jesus. But, but I'm saying if you, KO would attract a lot of customers. Because I think it would. the TVs have uh, 200 hertz motion refresh, so yeah. sport looks fantastic on it. Uh, be, uh, and they've just sponsored the NRL. Like, hello. Say, I think that's. Get it going. That's, that's, that's their next move. It's got to be. has to be. Although there's no live sport right now, so they're probably using this downtime to uh, to get it all working. Maybe. Um but you know what we should talk about, though? What? What's coming from Hisense? Oh, yeah. The dual cell TVs. It's a bit, now, of, a, bit of a massive tease, did you it? Did you see these at CES? Oh, yes. Yeah. Now, yeah. this is a TV that is, I reckon, that if there's one TV, if I could choose to have a review from Hisense, it'd be this TV. Yeah, for sure. Because it is, like, let's explain how it works first. There's two bonded LCD layers, okay? So one that at the back is... Monotone is black level, black. The front one is your normal color, so it's basically giving you the black of an OLED, but the brightness of an LED. So what in happens? One TV. What happens with that monochrome uh, um, LCD um, panel is because um, where let's say you're looking at a picture of a person standing at night time. So they're well lit. So it's a it's a silhouette of a person, yep. but they're they're beautifully well lit. Their face, but it's black behind them. On many TVs, you'll see a bit of a glow around the yeah, person. some ghosting there. Some yeah. ghosting around the person. On an OLED, you won't because you'll see this definition. Yeah. What the dual cell does is because there's a black uh, and grey scale, essentially, uh, panel, the, the person will be in white and, the, uh, and the, the background will be in black. And that black blocks the colour from – blocks the yeah. light – from coming which through, is what, uh, which is oh, what that's why OLED works so good because there's no light to block. Essentially, is going to yeah. give you OLED style uh, black levels. Yeah. Now this it is may a game still changer. have a little bit of ghosting. It may still yeah. have, you know, not the ultimate blacks, but Jesus, assuming mm. this, that all they've got to do is bring it in competitively below OLED. Yeah, they've got to be a bit careful, high sense, not to go. This is as good as OLED. We're going to price it like OLED. Uh, you're right. I've got to be real careful. Is that how Hisense talks as well, is it? I can just imagine in the boardroom, Andre going, this is as good as OLED. <laughs> and Kevin's going, Andre, it is, Andre, mate. relax. But we've yeah. got to sell some. Yeah, exactly So right. Kevin will bring him back, yeah, to, back, absolutely. To, back to ground. So my hope is, because I'll be honest, I thought the LG OLED pricing was outrageous this year. Yeah. I thought it was but a again, bit much. Again, RRP though, they put it out there and then... The market settles a bit. I oh, know, but yeah. we're not in the market yet. Yeah, so yeah. can we just like we have to deal with? What, Understand. We have to deal with their perception of their value. But also too, yeah. Well, high sense is. You're right about LG, but I think high sense that they 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 kind of do that as well. Oh yeah. They want to. They don't want to be seen to. Put it this way: if if the dual cell is cheaper than an OLED, the customer might think it's inferior to an OLED. Well, it is. Well, th- that's not what high sense is going to think though. Well, that's High Sense want the customer to think this is the best of both worlds, and I said to Andre at, in, in, at CES, we were sitting. Remember, we had dinner that night, and I happened to be sitting next to him. 
And I said, mate, if you don't use the term best of both worlds in some of your marketing, then I don't know what's going to go on. Yeah. Because you're getting, it is your OLED and LED. Because that's one, the downside of OLED is that it'll never match the brightness of a, of a, Q, of a Q series or a, or a, a Samsung QLED TV. So this, this is kind of bringing them together. It's something that you're not normally seeing with an OLED TV. And, mate, if that, that, that's, they've got a lot of opportunity to market this as, okay, LG do this, Samsung do this. How, you know what? We're going to do both in one TV. Yeah. I'm that's not, their approach. Just saying. And yeah. I think there is probably some merit in their approach of going, this is a $5,400 TV, which we know full well is going to be 4999 The consumer is immediately going to think that's a $500 discount. Mm. So put yeah, the okay. manufacturer-suggested price here, yeah. put the retailer price here, and the consumer thinks they're getting a better deal right out yeah. of the box. Yeah, true. But it's not for the sec till the second half of the year. Is that right? Yeah. And uh, so that's coming. I'm really looking forward to that. But also, too, their laser TVs are coming. And I think they're going to go up to 150-inch. Yeah. yeah, 150. So that's the size. That's this big. That's, that's that. That's yeah. just insane. Yeah, that's that's that big. So if I review that, no, you they need you need their you screen. You the screen on. You yeah. their screen. Yeah. Uh, so well, we reviewed the like, the hundred inch. Remember last year at um, at that house. It would the, look beautiful in this room, which is a home, which is a legit. But home but theater. you could yeah you can during but the way Hisense marketed the the laser TV was it's like a, it's your all day TV, hmm. and and it was obvious that in depending on the lighting in the room, our experience was that. You could hardly see it if it's bright light there. Yeah. They had the event in the late afternoon and it looked fantastic. Yeah. But then we went back the next morning in the morning sun and we think and we could couldn't see it with a pair of binoculars the picture. Yeah. But so you kind of got a you need to have the right setting to be able to perhaps make your room you a touch darker. What, what, so the hundred inch T V was twenty grand. Yeah. The hundred and fifty Yeah. 25, 25, because it's actually not a huge leap. It's yeah, not like, just it's a, not like LCD. It's just yeah, just, just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so let me put it to you this way, Stephen. Now this is not for you because you are a purist. You've spent a lot of money on a projector yeah. and a lot of money on a, a lot of money on a screen. Yeah. Is there value in a hundred and fifty inch projected screen with that comes with screen at twenty five grand? Um, or are you better off just getting a big That's screen? borderline, yeah. Like, you're in that territory. Even, look, at 20, the 100, you're getting the you're getting good sound out of it as well. You're getting the picture, a yep, screen. JBL sound. That's pretty good. If you want to have, if you are in the 150 territory, 150 inch territory, you're in a whole new market. You're not, you're not on a budget. You're, no. you're thinking, I'm doing this for a reason. Yeah. I'm not, I don't want to skimp on anything. And not that the high sense would be skimping, but... I think customers would prefer to have to piece it together themselves. All I'm saying is, for twenty five grand, I can get that screen and a pretty good projector. A very good projector. Yeah. So, but you don't have any speakers. You don't have a receiver. So that's the thing. See, you got to. That's why the twenty k was a good proposition because it wasn't all in you, one. You, you, you get the speakers. That's right. I remember, it had, it had Vita on it. Yeah. It had, uh, it had TV and it had Dolby Atmos. Everything on it, didn't it? Like, so it was. It was reasonable out of the box. So if you're in the 150 territory, you're a different customer. You're thinking, well, I want the full surround experience. I want speakers everywhere, and and you're you're on a different budget. But yeah. I think, um, but for those customers who just want that simple solution, but that the the attraction of that is that it can be your everyday TV. It can sit. It's really easy to set up on an entertainment unit. You don't have to mount things on the ceiling and yeah. go to that trouble. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that advantage as well for that customer who does want that, who has the room and the budget to do that. 
But uh, an exciting product nonetheless, though. I think I really like the trichroma laser. It's going to have, I think it's going to be slightly better quality. Yeah. And then for later this year is also going to be when we're going to see the first 8K TV from Hisense as yeah, well. Right. So 8K is coming. Did yep. you see them? They had them at CES. Yeah, they had them at CES. So um, exciting times there for yeah. Hisense. They're going to have a big year this it, year. It should be a yeah. very good year for Hisense. Anyway, full details of Hisense's 2020 range of TVs at techguide.com.au and eftm.com. And we do it all thanks to the good people at Netgear, and Netgear are there to basically keep your home running, especially in these days when we are all at home. You've got to think about the, uh, the, the every device, whether it's your TV, whether it's your security cameras, whether it's your kids' devices, laptops, uh, video conferencing. It's all part of your connectivity, and connectivity relies on Wi-Fi for the most part. Wi-Fi in your home is best placed when it is a mesh network. We've talked about this for so long. If you haven't got a mesh network, well, you're crazy. Um, Netgear have the best mesh network, the Orbi. You can install it very simply. You go to the shops, you buy the boxes. There is two units. One of them plugs into your existing modem. One of them plugs into a PowerPoint within your home, and both of them work together to create a dome of Wi-Fi over your entire home, which puts full-speed internet that you're paying for in every corner of your home. It's a cracking way to upgrade your home network and keep you fully connected uh, in 2020. Netgear's range of Orbi solutions is all on their website and at major retails, netgear.com.au. Stephen, you don't have this problem anymore, but um, my kids, um, I've had a problem for many years. Oh, I haven't turned you up yet. Sorry. Yeah, thanks, mate. Yeah. I know you've had lots of problems. Oh, don't be like that. Jeez, that's harsh. <laughs> So one of the questions I get uh, a lot is, which phone do you use and why? Now, I say iPhone. And the reason is because I come back to it nearly all the time because my kids have iPads or iPods. And on an iPad and iPod with a simple iCloud account or Apple account, Apple ID account, you can use iMessage. So I can, and this has been for years, like even as a three-year-old, Harry was able to send poo emojis to me. Um, (laughs) You know, I can be anywhere in the world... And my kids, in a, we've got a little chat group, dad and kids, and the kids can just send GIFs or words or emojis or whatever they want to me because I have an iPhone. Now, the reason it matters that it's an iPhone is because on Android, there is no messaging solution available that I can message an iPad. WhatsApp requires a phone number. Most of the other ones require some form of validation through a phone number. We've just finally got to a point where Facebook has announced that Messenger Kids is coming to Australia. It's available now. Literally, it's last night it became available. It took forever after the announcement. Yeah, I had a lot of people asking, where's this app? (laughs) Anyway, Messenger Kids is Facebook Messenger for your kids without a Facebook account. Now, this is critical that you understand this as, as a listener. This is not about signing your kids up to Facebook. Of course, it's, you know, getting them into the ecosystem, but... Kids will find their own way to communicate later in life. Don't think they're just going to be drawn to Facebook because they use Messenger Kids as a nine-year-old. It's not true. So what happens is you go to your kid's iPad, iPod, whatever it is, and you install Messenger Kids. And that's what the app is called. There's no The word Facebook's not there. Messenger Kids. You download it, and then you log in to your Facebook account, and you add a child. You then verify that in your, uh, in your device, and you can add as many children as you have. But what's critical here is the kids have 
uh, a limited but very crazy way of getting in touch with all their contacts, which is texting, sending videos, sharing silly messages, stickers, and even doing video calls. But you as a parent have a dashboard on Facebook that allows you to see what they're doing, who their contacts are, approve and block their contacts, see the videos they've sent, the chats they've had, yeah. and the calls they've made, and have control over blocking and, and so approving them. So what this has done, like whenever, whenever you, the word kids is mentioned, yeah. the, the strength of that system is how good the parental controls are. <laughs> because right. it's just not kids on their Spot own. On. Parental controls are good, you can label it kids. Yeah. And that, that's exactly what this is. I, I spent a long time talking with Facebook about this this week. Um, they have a, a safety division that is dedicated to looking at this. Um, you know, I know Facebook costs a lot of grief and, and for, for all the right reasons too. They've done some pretty crazy things with our data. But this is not about um, your kids being tracked or traced. There are no ads. There are yeah. no in-app purchases. They yep. can't request sticker packs and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It is a free-to-use, free-to-run messaging system. And do you know what? So start out thinking it as a family thing. Like I just said, when I'm overseas, the reason my kids love doing video calls is because of the silly emojis and stuff they can put on their faces. <laughs> they can do that with messenger kids. Yeah, these masks. And um, they've started calling my mum on Facebook because yeah. she's got a she's got Facebook. You know, Lovely. it's a great way of communicating. And you, as a parent, get to say who the who the contacts are. There are some really cool things that I, I don't fully understand yet. Like if you have a school group or a sport group, you can actually, like, and there's, let's say there's a coach who has the team. You as a parent can say, yeah, okay, coach, you can let the whole team into my kids' contacts. Uh -huh. And that, that's a quick way of just approving yeah, right. the whole yeah, team. Yeah. Yep. But then you can still block the individual, ki individual kids if needed. Yep. But the critical thing is you can see who, kid, who your kids are blocking as well. Because that's kind of a bullying tactic amongst kids is, uh. fine, I'll just block them. Like it's one day I love you, next day I hate you. It's a block. You uh, so you, so a parent can see, uh, little Jimmy's blocked well, little Johnny. What's yeah, going on well, there? Yeah, what's going on there? Yeah, and right. here's the other thing I love the most. You do it all on your kid's device. And when they sign up, when they when you sit them down, they have to agree to a pledge on the screen to be safe, be yeah. kind, have fun. You know, there's, there's yep. a full, full pillar pledge. And I think that's fantastic because... The number one thing I say and have been saying for years because it's the right advice from all the parental kind of, um, uh, what are they called, online security experts yeah. is you've got to have conversations with the kids. Yeah, exactly right. And you this need to is have a conversation a, starter. Yeah, totally. I think kids need to learn the rules. Yep. Young, they've got to apply the rules and show that common courtesy online that, frankly, a lot of people don't have. They don't show it. And it's good if your kids... Uh, educated at that age, they they brought up knowing that these are the, this is the etiquette for online communication. Yeah, and look, I am going to play with it for some time um, to check on you know how it all works and see yeah. how my kids go with it and stuff. But the bottom line, so it is, is finally out now. Isn't it, it is out now. It is yeah, in the app. We wrote our story a couple of days ago, and people have been pestering us saying, "Where the hell is this app?" Oh, just such it's only pests. just rolled out now. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Yeah. So such pests. They're, they're our readers and listeners. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor said that, not me. It was just frustrating <laughs> because, buddy, Facebook spent the time, you know, talking to us about it and then had an embargo and then it wasn't even available that yeah. night. Oh, I know. Can you believe it? Can anyway. you believe it? Any anyway, we're here to serve you, yeah, our sure. fine listeners. Sure. I just get a bit frustrated. Two Blokes Talking Tech, episode 433. Uh, details of the Facebook Messenger app at techguide.com.au and eftm.com. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. I just realised on that list that we didn't put Star Wars in there. No, that's disappointing. What the hell? Do it now. We'll, no, we'll talk oh God, later. No, 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 we'll talk later. I'll go, no, we'll talk about something else first. We'll talk about Galaxy Fold. 
the there are some little bit some leaks online that have uh, surfaced showing the reported design for the new Galaxy Fold 2. Now, I was wondering about this even yeah. before these came out because the Galaxy Fold was announced 15 months ago. Yes. So I'm thinking, isn't it time to show a new one? Like, what the hell's going on with that? But what had happened, though, there was a bit of a hiccup last year. Remember, they, the first devices went out and they found Drama. out these little issues. They said, right, let's go back to the drawing board, fix that up. And it wasn't released in Australia till November last year. Mm. Announced February, released in November. So we've only had it six months. Yeah. So now, looking forward, I'm hoping by this November or sooner. And there was also the question when the flip was announced, is this their new way forward for folding phones? But I think that was answered by even Australia's Gary McGregor by saying it. Yeah. Remember they said the families? Yes. Uh, and, there's and fold there's family. fold family. The flip family. Mm. And the yeah. galaxy family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they're all galaxies at heart, but they're all these different classes of device. Now... We both used the Galaxy Fold last year. Trevor did a hammy giving it back so quickly. He wasn't a big fan. Uh, I, I liked it. I didn't love it. Yep. And okay. the reason I didn't love it was because the front screen being just 4.6 inches, which is as big as smaller than this iPhone SE, being that small and narrow, it was a really bitsy screen. You couldn't really do much with was, that front screen. It, it the, wasn't. It was the useless. one inch screen on the flip is more useful than the four inch screen so on the fold. So there you go. So my that was my issue was that to really get stuff done, you got to stop and open the thing. Yeah. Now this time out, if these if these these uh, designs are true, there's going to be a six point two inch front display, which basically takes up. Have you seen it? it basically takes yeah, up yeah. the whole of the front of the folded device, which, which will sense. be amazing. And what they're going to get rid of as well notch. when you open it up is the, you know, that dirty great big notch on the right-hand Terrible. side? It was ugly. That's also going to be a little hole-punch display as okay. well. Yep. So the, the you're going to save space on the inside screen. You're going to have a bigger front screen as well as a hole-punch on the front screen as well. I'm thinking this is going to improve this 150% as uh, a device. Not 200%, though. It won't be thinner and lighter. 200%. <laughs> Well, I don't know. We, we don't know the specs of the weight, the Trust size, me, it won't be the thinner, thickness. It won't be thinner. It'll be basically the same. Maybe, yeah. maybe the hinge. I'm expecting. I reckon the the hinge gap might be slightly smaller. I think bottom line, it's the same phone with a better screen on the inside and outside, which is yeah. which are two of the biggest flaws with it. I would use this as my phone. If and when this comes out, I will take this on as my daily driver, and uh, give it a crack. But yeah. uh, the 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 f- the fold the front screen is actually six point two three inches and the inside screen uh, goes from seven point three to seven point six in on the inside as well. Yeah. Um, the resolution as well has improved. Front screen resolution is twenty two sixty seven by eight one nine sixty hertz refresh rate. Inside you're getting two two one three by sixteen eighty nine and one twenty hertz refresh rate which is spot on for the big screen. It's a bit smoother. May use up a bit more battery, but with a device that size, the battery is going to be massive. So I'm excited for this one. I think this will be a big improvement over the first. I didn't mind the first. You did weren't a big fan, but I think uh, having the big front screen, I think, is the key. Okay. Big front screen. I think the big front screen is, and it is a whole extra star on a star yeah, rating. Absolutely. Like it, it's it's yeah. that it's that important. Because there was so much space around it the screen. Just, it looks so They weird. had the physical dimensions to fit it, but they went, 
no, let's give you a small screen. And it looked a bit weird, didn't it? Didn't it take up much? It only took up the centre of the panel and it just looked funny. But uh, thankfully, Samsung have come to their senses. They've listened to the two blokes about the front screen. Yep. And they're going to uh, come up with a larger screen. All right. Well, details of the leak and the rumours and the whatnot and the specifications uh, of the next Galaxy Fold are at techguide.com.au. Well, how important is home security, uh, especially at this time where everyone's at home and they've had time to really assess what they're doing with uh, their homes? And they've actually had time to go to the trouble of looking at their setup. And one of those setups is uh, from our good mates at Uniden is the AppCam Solo PT. And it is still the only wireless camera, wire-free camera that offers pan and tilt. So that's what PNT stands for, if in case you're wondering. So you can pan through 355 degrees and tilt upwards and down through 140 degrees. So it's basically covering the area that you would need two regular cameras to cover. So it does offer that as well. also comes with a solar panel as well, by the way. So if you can install this with the solar panel, it's a set-and-forget solution that you can still monitor remotely through the app. You're getting full HD resolution. Uh, is obviously 100% wire-free and weatherproof, of course, because it's outside. Two-way talk, and there's also a siren on board. So if you see some, uh, if you're panning and tilting and see someone on your property, you can hit the siren and get them moving. This also comes, though, with the ThermoSense technology. This is an important one because you don't want to be pestered by all these constant notifications of these these things moving in the background, a car driving by, things like that. But ThermoSense actually combines heat and movement to give you that true notification. There's a person, an animal, or someone on your property. That's when you want to get that notification. The Uniden AppCam PT, and there's also they've, they've also released a floodlight camera too, uh, another companion device for the Uniden range. It does have a uh, ability to store through an SD card or also backed up in the cloud as well. Your choice, or you can do both. The AppCam Solo PT, check it out at uniden.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. I'm going to hand over my time to you. For eBay? No. Just brush eBay. There's, they've had a big increase in sales. They've got more payment. They've methods. got increase of but sales for Lego. Lego Masters is back. Yeah. Um, so naturally, what do people do? They buy, buy Lego. But Stephen, Star and Wars all, is but they've all, Star Wars. hang on, talk Star Wars. I appreciate this, but let me just—I've got to get this out because it's on the list. eBay are also going to include more payment methods. Yes, you can include Apple Pay yep. and Google Pay now, oh. and even straight a straight credit card, not through PayPal. Do you reckon they're well. doing okay? I think eBay is flying at the moment. I know okay. they've got plenty of my money. Every time I list something, and I—I uh, I sold one of my what? lightsabers the other day. I sold a lot, an old lightsaber. What? Yeah. Oh, it's just the hilt, a Darth Vader, an old Darth Vader hilt that I had. I got, I got four of them. I thought I'd sell one, you know. Oh right. Okay. Yeah. So all good. What'd you get for it? Uh, one forty-nine. Sell the other two. Nah. No, there, well, there's one on Darth Vader there. See on the. Yeah, on you the, don't want to do that. Yeah. No, I don't want to do that. Okay. But that's a good segue though to um the the four K discs of Star Wars, yeah. and a lot of people say, look, they're on Disney Plus. They're in four K actually on Disney Plus, uh, except for Rise of Skywalker. That's the new one. And a lot of people say, do I really need to to buy the discs? Well, you don't. But if you're a true fan, a true, a true purist, 
you want to see this in their best possible format. And 4K, to me, has done that. I've seen every single, I still own every single format that Star Wars has been on. The big jump was when they came to Blu-ray. Full HD, wow. That was like a, that was like a massive improvement in yeah. the Star Wars movies. But now that I've seen the 4K films, um, some, of the, some of them, I think the prequel trilogy transfers good, not great. It's not as good as the original trilogy and the, obviously the latest one. Hang on. The original trilogy is better than it's the prequel It's better than trilogy? the prequels. You, t- I'll tell you why. Because the prequel trilogies were all shot on digital. It was digital shoot. They didn't use film. It was all digital. There's heaps of CGI and effects in it. So, yes, it's you hit the resolution, but in terms of crispness and the, the colour brightness and all of those little ticks, the boxes ticked for good 4K... The prequels in some time, some scenes looked fantastic, but other scenes looked really muddy and dark and just were not as good as I expected, not okay. as good as I'd hoped. But the prequel trilogy, which have been worked on and improved and everything is, has been improved on them over the years. I remember when they did the restoration for DVD, then they did the full the full uh, HD for Blu-ray. So they've been, they've always had their hands on them. The original trilogy. Yeah, yeah, so they've always been there, remastered and so all this stuff. George Lucas, George Lucas puts his stuff, not not this time. It's the same version as on Blu-ray. So George Lucas is out of the picture now. He's not touching the movies anymore. But the original trilogy was surprisingly sharp. Now, what I found, and I've got like comparison shots on Tech Guide, the Blu-rays, and you don't notice this until it's pointed out to you or something's compared to it. The Blu-rays, and even the DVDs for that matter, had a really warm tone to them. They were they were had a reddish hue that you never noticed because you were just watching it the whole time. What 4K's done is taken all that out, so it's like true natural color. Like there's a there's a comparison picture I've got of the C3PO in the desert in Tatooine uh, when in in Star Wars, and there's even a picture of the sand crawler as well. And you'll notice, I'm showing Trevor this picture, but it is also on, on Tech Guide oh, as well. You see in the sky. So you can see how, see how there's a sort of like a, it's a warmer sort of reddish hue, sort of all, all over. Even the sand is a little bit redder. So the 4K is taken all of that out and is actually true natural colour. Is color. that just you taking a photo? Uh, no, I, I, found, I found that on, uh, online. Okay. But it was, it is, but you can see how, how different it is from that, that sort of warmer tinge to it to the proper colours that you would expect. So that's a big improvement. The other big deal, though, is Dolby Atmos. Now, 4K on Disney+, Plus. just quickly on streaming. Streaming, you're getting 4K, but you're not getting the depth of 4K. You're getting the pixel count, but you're not getting the quality of pixel on on streaming. The disc gives you that extra, that sort of deeper colour, deeper black, more more richness to it, but you also on streaming don't get the Dolby Atmos soundtrack. You only get the seven point one. So Dolby Atmos adds another you layer. Only get seven. Well, no, but it it adds a layer of in like and Star Wars is all about sound. The sound quality, the sound effects, and the sound engineering on Star Wars movies are exceptional. And having that Dolby Atmos track is a big, big difference. And they even it's, they've even added it to the what, Star Wars where movie. Are the, where are the eight and nine well, speakers in here? Nah, they're, they're they the my they they, they shoot up there. That's sort of I get the Dolby the Atmos off that one and the back ones. Right, they're, okay. they're here. So they they so they fire up. But the um, it does add a lot to it. Like the 
the uh, from the opening scene, you're hearing stuff coming down. It's like your stuff's coming down above you. And the pod race in episode one is that's probably the best sounding scene in any Star Wars movie. All the different engines and all the sound effects and the, the it makes use of every speaker in the place and, and it looks pretty good as well. Um, so be it's a big deal what they've done with these. There are the, the prequels were disappointing in their transfers. They were. I, I hoped I, I were hoping they'd be even though they were made more recently than the original trilogy, they just weren't quite to the same standard as the original films. And of course the prequel the, the sequel trilogy, uh Force Awakens, first time we've seen that on four K, which was really good. And Rise of Skywalker, of course, which is the new release that looked absolutely brilliant as well and sounded very good. The the Dolby Atmos soundtrack on um the Rise of Skywalker is seven point one point four. So there's a little bit of extra detail in there. And uh, sounds and seven point one point yeah. four yeah. What's the the know. four is the is the um <coughs> the Atmos part of it, different different channels in the Atmos just in the Atmos. So pretty nice all around. Uh, if you're a true fan, the, you will see more and hear more if you actually go to the trouble of buying the discs. But if you don't want to outlay the cash and the home theater, yeah. Well, that was if soundbar. Like, yeah, there's what the, aren't JBL later this year going to bring out a Dolby Atmos that, soundbar? Yeah, well, they're nine. They got a nine. Yeah, one. that's so that that's going to be that's going to be. Uh, actually, I think it was imagine the, that on that Sennheiser. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. The uh, what were they? What was that called? NBA. NBA. Yeah, NBA. Wow. So look, if there's this is why like people think why should I why should I get a soundbar or why why should I set up a home theatre system. This is why. Yeah. Because these filmmakers create an experience that doesn't do it justice you know what? unless you got the gear. <clears throat> um, oh, we need to digress because the, we need to talk about something very important. And it is related to sound. And and again, it's because I've got the sound bar at the office at the moment. But have you watched The Last Dance? Oh, what a great show. Oh, my God. Wow. Like, I, I care about sport. I love the... That's the, the, genius. The, I love the idea of, of that franchise and those, those those championships. And I know, like, I grew that was my, you know, like, uh, that was my childhood, essentially, yeah, watching the, that the franchise. 80s and 90s, right? yeah, yeah. And it was interesting to watch. This, this is the story of the Chicago Bulls winning um, their, their sixth championship. And, you know, critically, hearing them talk about bringing Chicago up as to being one of those teams. Because yeah. right now we think of the Bulls as one of those teams. Yeah, well, it's but only because of that it, from then. It wasn't, it was, yeah. But it wasn't because until no. then. But, mate, sound. It's like watching Drive to Survive. Yeah. Right? They've it's put good. so much effort into the sound on that show. It is 50% beautiful pictures yeah. and 50% really I've, old stuff. I actually watched it in my office. I didn't watch it in here. Now that you've said that, I'll watch it mate, in here. Yeah, I'll watch it in here the next uh, mate, The next issue, dro- the next Monday. episode drops on the 27th. Yeah. Honestly, I'm loving oh, it's a great, it. I, t- I told my brother, I said, you've got to watch this show. It's called The Last Dance because that's what Phil Jackson, the coach, was, was told, this is your last season. So that's what he called that year The Last Dance. And this was the year that they all had. They had Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman, Michael Jordan. Everyone was there. The Dream Team was there. But what a fascinating... And, and the good thing about this show is that they've got all those guys talking, apart from Dennis Rodman. I haven't heard from him yet. No. But they've got everyone that was Where's involved in the team. Why isn't he been... Yeah, I was wondering about that. He's in a lot like of scenes. The Aussie guy. Like, you know, yeah. This is huge. But, um, yeah, so it's great that they're talking about and remembering every detail of every game, which oh, is fascinating... Yeah. Uh, talking about their childhood and 
and Michael Jordan, the, I remember his old man. Remember his old man said, "Oh, you know, even he wasn't the best basketballer even in my family, let alone now. Like his brothers were way better than him." But he was just that determination to improve, yeah. and just hearing from these coaches and his family. And I so if you like old so journalists, old reporters yes. talking about it, it's fascinating. It's a brilliant documentary that draws upon footage. Of, of a documentary team that were there for that final yes, season. Yes, they were given access. Did they make a show? I don't, I don't know. I can't remember. Or has this been sitting around for this uh, long? Well, if it's been sitting around, I can't believe it's taken this long, but it is great access they've got for that last season, the last 97, 98 season. You know, it's a lot of great interviews, but it's two episodes without that last season of footage. Yeah. It's fascinating. It is genius. And there's, so, like, there's like about, I've looked forward, there's about 10 episodes they're going to do. Yeah, so The Last Dance on Netflix... Get on it. Oh, this is brilliant. Better call Saul the last episode. Oh, my God. Oh, on Stan. Okay. Yeah, has okay. To, has Ozark, we've already spoken about. Season of Get that. into Ozark. And Billion starts in uh, in a few weeks. May the 2nd, I think it is. Oh, not May the 4th. That would have been the perfect. F- oh, yeah, no. It's, May the know. 4th be with you. That'll be yeah. a great time. Um, great day. That's when the f- footballers go back to training, mate. May yeah, exactly. Oh, May um, the 4th. I can't wait for Billions. But again, that's a week-by-week drop, so, you know. Okay. They're like, they're, yeah, they've never done that all at once, have they? It's been... It's been yeah. Yeah. No drip fed to us. Anyway. But uh, anything, anything else you've watched that's been good on Netflix? I know this is the time where we're just just exhausting our Netflix recommendations. I watched The Castle on Channel 9 with the kids. Yeah, there. I did too. That's funny. It's such a... Uh, every time I watch it, I find you 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 remember why you liked it. It's yeah. just such a... It's got such a heart. The movie's it's got gr- such a heart. Great, it's a great, great movie. I really like, and, and just... I remember the classic scene, the key scene in the movie was when Michael Kerrigan comes, comes up to Laurie. He goes, G'day, Laurie. He goes, he introduces, oh, Michael. He goes, oh, yeah, I'm here to see my son. He's a barrister for the first time. And and to him, he was so proud. He goes, oh, yeah, I remember my daughter. She came home with her certificate from TAFE. He goes, I, I was the proudest man on earth. Yeah, It's just relative to each class also, and, of and person. The, and, and then the best part, and again, the, the humanity of it was the best part was when he says, um, uh, to Laurie, you know, you, you, you'll, you'll never be, you'll never be as good, good as your son. That's amazing. Like, well done. <laughs> and and Laurie, despite being a QC, yeah. says, "Yeah, I know yeah, what you mean." Yeah, yeah. You know, doesn't doesn't put him down. But the point is, though, if you're nice to people and you're down to earth to people, look what could happen. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Like it's 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 just he just put the hand out. G'day, how are yeah. you? You know, and he was he was in the sort of facing defeat in that court case, and yet he still found he still had the the friendliness and humility to approach a bloke and be friendly and just be himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you think we should bother talking about the Magic Keyboard? Um, it's been well, an it's hour on, It's on the list. Do you like it? It's great. I like it too. There we go. We've talked about it. <laughs> the iPad Pro is a genuine laptop competitor. It is now. Well, ne- nearly. It's 95% a laptop. There's still little things so much, it can't do. So much Did better. you know, I found a little feature. Did you know, you know how oh, we were talking when we first they first announced it about keyboard shortcuts? Yeah. And trying to learn the shortcuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you, whatever application you're in, press and hold the, the command, tr- command key, key yeah. and it'll bring it up on the screen. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Did you know that? Or yeah. did you find that out just now after reading my No, review? no, I saw, I saw it somewhere else uh, but before okay. my thing, but, okay. you know, I just, it's great having a trackpad. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, not- I noticed too that uh, one point that I made in mind was um, the keyboard is actually heavier than the iPad. Yes. Did you know that? 700 grams versus yeah. 704 and yeah, so. It is a you're getting a lot of a, big a lot of stuff in there. The, the keyboard unit. itself, I think, is. I think a lot of the stuff the is there just so it doesn't fall over. Yeah, that's for balance, of course. Mm. 
But you know what I found that when, when I, I wish it, it moved more. I wish there was more articulation. Uh, yeah, I do too. Like when it was like what I did, I pulled it forward. So I think, oh, how cool is this? It's floating above the keyboard. But then when I found I was typing, I kept hitting the bottom of the iPad. I had to. I don't know. It's because I'm a furious typist wow. or what. But when I was sort of going for the number keys, I'd, I'd be nicking nicking the edge of the iPad. You know, the top row. No escape. So key. I'd have to. Yeah, yeah. No escape. But I had to push. I had to push the screen back slightly to. To, to handle yeah, my overzealous typing, the articulation is set basically. That you, yeah. This is how it's going to be with a couple of bends. It yeah. needs to, it needs to have a bit more articulation, well, but you, I think it would need to be heavier. But if you articulate it forward, the screen the screen goes to sleep. Can you have the screen on and when it's leaning forward like that? Well, I don't want it leaning forward. I just want it to be. So I want, yeah. the, I want the whole back to go back further. Yeah, it's it doesn't go all the way back. Well, the the bar would be able to handle it. I think the it's very expensive. it wouldn't be able to the the anyway, it's have the the it's physics good. wouldn't be able to hold it up. Two Bikes Talking Tech, yeah, episode so we end up talking about the Magic Keyboard. Thanks to the good people at Netgear and Uniden, and we appreciate you supporting them uh, like they support us. And uh, we'll be back next week in the world of coronavirus and COVID-19 and social isolation. Probably be my turn Just to go to, to get the passport out again then, eh, next week. Oh, listen That's only yeah. fair, mate. It is. Are the kids back? Oh, no, school holidays are over, but the kids are back homeschooling. Homeschooling. <laughs> yeah. Harry goes, oh, it's school next week, mate. It's not really a big change. Yeah. <laughs> you just got to go your to your kids, desk every day. Are your kids... How, are they wanting to go to school? Are they happy they're not at school? Like, what's the what's the mood yeah. there? Jackson, there's not. If you if they could take a vote, Jackson would never go again. He just homeschool because he loves it. Okay, and he's doing the work. Yeah. Harry couldn't give a rat's. Like he'd be yeah. a tradie tomorrow if he could. <laughs> um, and not a bad thing. That's just you know, yeah, it's yeah. just perfect for him. And yeah. Victoria would desperately go back to see her friends. Okay, but but see, if she could homeschool and just have play dates with her friends, that'd be fine. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it's actually yeah, the right. social interaction that she's yeah. Does she does she um. Do, does they she zoom do every day with her friends. They zoom, zoom every day. Okay, well that's something. That's all right. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week when Stephen gets his mask in gear and comes up to my place. This is two blokes talking tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. <laughs>